Next on BYU Sports Nation, springtime is here. Woo! No, now it's really here. We'll explain. Our first springtime show features one of the current BYU greats' legendary status. You're not talking about me, are you? No. Jen Han- I'm back. Jen Hampson joins us live in studio with the multi-sports star we'll be doing this summer and what her very bright future holds. Plus, preseason college football rankings out from one of the college football experts that everybody cares about. How does BYU and their future schedule fit into that equation? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, here is Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Throw your hands up for Thursday. Holler. April 10th, I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with aspiring host of The Bachelor, Jerem Jordan. What can I say? Wherever and however you may be dialed in, great to have you with us. <laughs> Reunited and it feels so good. It's good to be back. Spent some time in the Northwest, a uh, little vacay. Uh, mother-in-law's birthday. Okay. 50th birthday. What'd Big you get? deal. What'd you get her? Uh, my presents? Yeah. No, seriously, it was... It was, we were there. It, it was your My presence. Wife and baby. Yeah, exactly. A uh, hug. Uh, uh, also nice, went to the dude. home opener for the Mariners Tuesday night at Safeco Field. Uh, or as my Colombian friend in high school called it, Safeco. And uh, enjoyed it a lot. It, it was playoff atmosphere. The Super Bowl trophy was there. It's, uh, Russell Wilson threw out the first pitch. It was awesome. It was great. But I'm glad to be back. Well, welcome back. Back in the saddle. And it's the first the day. The stirrups of, are on. It's the first day of spring. Why is it my official first day of spring? Because it's the opening round of the Masters, one I, of the greatest sporting events ever. Yes, a tradition unlike any other, some would say. Yeah. Hello, friends. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our producer, Ben Bagley, a.k.a. Bags, has got his yellow Masters hat on. Oh, so he, he, he's He literally in. does. He has a Masters hat. I love it. I can hear the music he's way into it. Do, 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 do. This I, is I, the only time I watch like four hours of golf a year on Sunday. Afternoon. It's, it's cool because like, BYU, BYU has a tie. Mike Weir, a Masters champ. He's got a green jacket. Mike Weir. Let's update you on how Mike Weir is doing right now. Canada. Tied for 16th. I have him e- uh, even through 10. Nice. Okay, so Mike Weir is back. He's got like the lifetime exemptions because he's, he's won it. Because so he, he won. Can, he can what always was play. Three? Is that what he won? Yeah, that's right. Can you believe it's been over 10 years? I can. It's been a long Man. time. Wow. Okay. You know why else this is uh, the de facto first day of spring? Hmm. Because the BYU basketball banquet took place last night. You hosted it. Thus ending, like, basketball season for BYU fans. It had been over for me, but, yeah, they had a banquet. You got fed. You hosted that thing. Congratulations. Good job. (laughs) Thank you. When that thing was over, I was like, man, whew. I'm glad, I'm glad it's over. I, it was so fun, and it was such an honor to be a part of that, but it was, an, it was a nerve-wracking experience. I can't remember a time I felt that nervous going into you something You get nervous like uh, in front of people speaking. The immediate reaction. Yeah, you're like, I, I do too. I hope like, this takes. I get, I'm way more nervous speaking in church than I am right now during this. I had one verbal gaffe. I don't like think that anyone's watching. We're just sitting here in the studio talking. <laughs> yeah. Enough about That's us. We don't, we don't know. <laughs> I had one verbal gaffe that I know of that my, my wife gingerly, Only one? gingerly pointed out. And uh, the, the, the caterers last night, the name of the caterer was Marvelous Catering. And so as I'm reading the That's script... That's quite the assumption. <laughs> you're not the only person that said that. I, I'm reading and I'm like, yeah, we're grateful for some Marvelous Catering tonight. And, and I kind of went through it and my, I got back to the table and I'm like, whew, okay, the opening, uh, the opening act is done. Yeah. And she's like, y- you know that you said Marvelous. It's, it mar- it's, it's actually called Marvelous Catering. And I was like... Okay. Wait, so you said oh. it as an adjective, not yes, as a... I used it as an adjective. As a yeah. <laughs> That'll happen. <laughs> it's 
it's kind of like speaking to church, you know, that immediate reaction, that the butterflies in your stomach. Seriously. Anyway, great, great, great experience. Uh, and it's, it's springtime. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever. And I know you want to get involved in today's Twitter conversation. At what point this season will BYU football crack the top 25? Yeah, we're going there already. At what point? Their schedule is softer. They should win double-digit games. They will get ranked. When will it happen? Jeremy and I will give you our answers in about 15 minutes. We're kind of looking for like what week, like after what game that they play. So you can say uh, week six or whatever. But if you're like, oh, after week seven, that's the Boise State game, you know. Also, I, I want to know this too. Where are you watching or listening? I would yeah, love to know that. Know. Include Tell that in where, your tweet. Where across the country you Include are watching, your listening. Uh, we, will, we, we like remote places. Can we get somebody from outside of the country? That I want to know. Hey, wherever you are, send it in. <laughs> Send them in using the hashtag BYUSN. Listen to our show, Noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast each and every weekday live on BYU TV and on BYUTV.org. Hey, Jerem, since you're back and you've been on vacation, I'm going to let you do this next part. Rise and shout, Cougar fans. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Rank and file. Speaking of basketball and rankings... How about the BYU women's hoops team? Yeah, nice They job. finished number 18 in the final top 25. USA Today coaches ball. That 12 seed that they got is a non-factor because they got the credit that they deserved. And that brings us to our stat of the day. That's right. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. And, the, and this is where all, now you dance, right? That's what I hear. Now you dance in this part. 15! The BYU women's basketball team climbed 15 spots in the final USA Today coaches poll from 8 out to 7 in. Checked with BYU Sports Information this morning. Norma Collette informed me that the number 18 ranking is the highest finish yes. for BYU women's hoops ever. Well done. You can definitively say, That's as, why you, they got one of these as you hold up the Y Award, that uh, this was the greatest season in women's, BYU women's hoops. Which brings us to a greater discussion. How much do rankings matter? Yeah, it got us thinking. What do pre- and post-season rankings and in-season really mean? I mean, so, so for women's hoops, I think that means something. They went to the Sweet 16, so you kind of think, oh, they're one of the best 16 teams, right? Well, they won two games and got to the third round. It's not... Well, it's validation. The, 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 yeah, it is validation, yes. And for BYU football, it is literally the only context to the season nationally. Because you're not you in the You don't conference. have standings. You have the bowl game and you have a ranking. You, you don't have a way to be like, okay, I'm better than you and you and you and not you. Overall win total, yes. Middle Tennessee won eight games. Are they on the same level as BYU? No. So overall wins, not as much. The, f- the rankings in the season is the only way for BYU to know where they fit nationally. So they have to get ranked and stay that's, ranked. That's the goal. Uh, the postseason ranking, we talked about validation, congratulations, national recognition. I think those things can apply to pre- and in-season rankings, but if you're in that final poll, you're like, yeah, we had a good season. Right. We had and a you, really good season. You know at the end kind of where you stand. It's in the middle of the season where it's intriguing. Okay, well, let's transition even before that. Let's right. look at the preseason right rankings because we are in April. And it's April, but the prestigious college football writer Phil Still has unveiled his early top 25. BYU not in that mix right now. There is no team. There are only... There's only one team outside of the Big Five conferences in that, and it's a team BYU plays, Central Florida. Interesting. Two of BYU's 
opponents yes. are in the current preseason top 25, according to Phil Steele. Texas, 21. Yes. Central Florida, 24. Yeah, okay, so the, the, the Knights coming off that memorable season with Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles and Storm Johnson, their running back. Gone, they're, they're still gone. ranked. But I don't understand it. And that, and that, is, that is our topic today. Does, does what you did last season, should it factor that much into yes. you being ranked in the preseason top 25? Yes. If you lose those, with that context, if you lose major stars? Yes, it should affect it negatively. Yeah. Like if BYU had defeated Washington, I think they sneak into some rankings. Washington's number 22. Because, let me tell you why. Because BYU returns their starting quarterback. And if he's good, that means a lot. You can base the number of wins... Uh, probably within two, pretty accurately, based on whether a quarterback comes back. Barring injury, all that, I know. But BYU didn't win the bowl game, so they're going to sit outside the rankings. I'm okay with this, because I think BYU will get ranked during the season. I know that most fans across the country generally enjoy preseason rankings because oh. it offers immediate yes, context. Something. Why do you think yes, every yes. publication I buy does one? every magazine. Yeah. I go to the grocery store, I buy all of them. Yeah. Lindy's. Phil Steele, Athlon, Sports Illustrated. Why not? Your mom's blog spot that <laughs> put out the top 25. I read that, like everything, just because it's, it's the summer and we're just like, oh my gosh, blah, blah, blah. Yes. So that, that speaks and appeals to the fan and all of us. Yes. Coaches, on the other hand, a very different story. Bronco Mendenhall has told me on a few occasions, I don't think there should be any rankings until at least week seven. I understand why. And I didn't, I mean, so around late October, I didn't really give a ton of thought to that. But as I got to thinking, I mean, how much more precise would the rankings be if the first rankings came out seven weeks into the season? Well, I believe the college football playoff, I think they're going to do that same model. They're going to do some form of rankings and they're going to wait like the BCS did. At that point, you truly reflect what teams deserve. If you waited until week seven for the first top 25, can you imagine the notoriety and anticipation that would create leading up to a first poll. How exciting would that be? Like, who's going to be ranked? Who's done enough to be the number one team? I think that would be really entertaining. And that's the halfway point for many of the teams in the season, uh, given buys. That would be after the Central Florida game for BYU. Yeah, you played the tough part of your schedule. What do you think about preseason rankings? And where do you think BYU is going to be ranked? When? Uh, when? When? When do you think when they will the crack into the top 25? Before we get to some of your tweets, let's scan the rest of our BYU Sports Nation beat. J.D. Falslove, engaged. Nice, nice Congratulations, work. J.D., who was preparing JD. for the uh, NFL draft. Uh, had a nice pro day. He's hoping to, to get onto a roster, get invited to a camp. Josh Sharp, the only married member of the BYU basketball team, announced last night at the banquet he and his wife are expecting a baby. Slam dunk, Josh Sharp. <laughs> and Kyle Van Noyo, by the way, on the big board. And Mel Kuyper is top 25. He's number 25 right now. Nicely done. So uh, things looking good for KVN. Now we get to the Twitter machine. It's Twitter time. When do you think BYU cracks the top 25 this upcoming season? At Reed underscore Crosby says, Week 2 after a huge win against Texas. Listening from Dallas, Texas. Love the show. Thank you, Reed. We go to at UCLA grad 90, which is... Jamal Williams' mom. Hi, Nicole. Nicole. What's up, Nicole? After game number two. Okay, so we've had two tweets, and both of them say after, after the Texas they beat game. Texas in Austin. At Logan Keicher. 
Hopefully I said that correctly, Logan. We'll get the nation's attention after the Texas win, but crack the top 25 after we pummel Central Florida. That's week six. Does BYU go 6-0 and or 5-1? and they can't, go, they can't have two losses and get ranked in the first part of the season. Maybe at the end. If they're 6-1 and after seven games, they're ranked. Yes. They are. Yes. You're like 21. You just are. At Laser Sheep. Game four, I think they will be considered early, but not until a blowout win. And that fourth that game is against Virginia. The vengeance match against the Cavaliers for last year's whatever weather debacle you want to call that. <laughs> that, that game is so going to be dumb. crazy. My goodness. Because BYU fans are going to be ticked. <laughs> Virginia? What? How does that happen? How does that happen? I will never know the answer to that question. We're off to a good start. Jerem Jordan back on the set on BYU Sports Nation after a much-deserved vacation. When are you going to go We've already sung Reunited. Yeah. (laughs) Yep, it's getting special up in here. When do you think BYU cracks the top 25 next season? (laughs) What does that even mean? (laughs) Just smile. Just smile and wave, Jerem. I'm gone like two days. I don't even know you anymore. This is Tyler Haas, and you are tuned into BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio. Thank you, Tyler. In the spirit of the Masters, we will now take on our golf announcer voices. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan, live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow our show on Twitter <laughs> at BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> a guy calls in a couple years ago to CBS says, uh, those birds are not native to that uh, region. <laughs> CBS had been pumping those are in. Not, those are not indigenous yeah. to that now, environment. Now, the bird noise that we play, these are these are indigenous to this studio. <laughs> yes. There are some in the rafters, and you can hear them. There you go. You can hear them. They are the Twitterer birds. Something like that. According to Bronco Mendenhall. Twitterers. Uh, <laughs> this weekend, ton of softball on BYU TV, oh, by the way. Uh, Friday night, the Cougars kick off three-game series <laughs> at Santa Clara, starting at 8 Eastern. Uh, then watch a doubleheader on Saturday at 2 Eastern on BYU TV. Thank you, thank you, Jerem. Jer- <laughs> Let's send it out to Spencer at 7, where Mike Weir's putting for birth. <laughs> Mike Weir, oh, by the way, 10 after 10, we had him at even par, uh, tied for 16th right now. Even after 11. He's even he after 11th. boy, Mike, former Masters champ. Go Canada. BYU represent. Our Twitter conversation today is, where do you think BYU football will crack into the top 25 this upcoming season? Use the hashtag BYUSN. Speaking of top 25, let's uh, hash out Kyle Van Noy being on the big board. Mel oh, Kuyper yeah. is, is the NFL draft analyst. Everyone wants to be on Kuyper's big board. If I could impersonate him, I would do it right now. Yeah, I know. But I cannot. I can't, I can't do a Mel Kuyper. <laughs> I can't, so I'm not even going to try. But it's too Van, much energy. Van Noy at number 25 right now yeah. on the board. That, That's a big deal. Wow. That's a big deal for Kyle Van Noy to be there. He's just behind Chris Borland at Wisconsin. You remember him? A little undersized uh, linebacker, but really good at Wisconsin. Uh, and this is, this is a great list to be on. Like, if you're 25 on the big board, that means Mel Kuyper thinks you're a first-round pick. To be a first-round pick is a big deal. To have back-to-back first-round picks for BYU would be wow. a really big deal. Wow. Because yeah. BYU's been given a hard time recently that they haven't produced enough NFL prospects, right? Yes. They're producing guys, just guys that are actually playing in games. Practice squads, BYU's getting out there. They're getting guys on roster. They're doing that. But to have Van Noy at number 25 right now, that's nice. That's nice with uh, a month or so to go in the NFL draft. I'm feeling a Kuiper impersonation coming on. 
From I you? tell you, Kyle Van Noy, uh, he's a guy that can really, really, really affect the game. He gets it. He talks so fast, by I the know. way. He talks so fast. Uh, he's got great you arms, great speed. Uh, he goes from, from start to stop in, in a flash. Uh, Van Noy, he's on the big board. Todd, who do you got? I wish you had the hair. <laughs> That's what I really wish <laughs> you had. huge hair. Yeah. Okay. Discussing preseason rankings. We so had where, a, when do you think? We had an intriguing debate. BYU is not involved BYU's in Phil Steele's top 25 right now. But the magazine I, comes I out in see, eight weeks. I don't see any way BYU is not in the top 25 if they win their first two games. Mm. The first two. If they beat Connecticut. Okay, they need to, they need to crush they Connecticut. They handle Connecticut. There are style points associated with yes. rankings. This is one of the reasons. I'm going, I just asked you a question now. I'm going off okay, on a tangent. Okay, go off on a tangent. <laughs> this is one of the reasons that BYU is not ranked more or ranked higher more. Is that BYU does not crush fools. There's, <laughs> they do some, they do sometimes. Like, I, yeah, like Idaho State last year. Well, no, bring up the you need they, to were, go, they, they were you 56 need, to nothing in the third quarter. Like, if BYU, yeah, if BYU had beaten Utah State more than they did, there's style points associated with rankings. And that's something that Bronco Mendenhall has mentioned that he is not going to do. He will not uh, crush them once the game is out of he hand. He will not crush fools. But for rankings' sake, there's something to be said there. So you have to pound Connecticut. You have to pound, uh, or you have to just go and beat Texas. Okay. Then you're in. So if you beat the Huskies handily, and then you win in Austin against a very motivated, fired up, oh my out gosh. for blood Texas football team. If you're 2-0, and how is be awesome. BYU not at least number 25? That's the game of the year for BYU. That is the game of the year. Like, Man. Like, I was at someone's house, and they mentioned that they were uh, out of town September 13th, and immediately I was like, Texas, you're missing the Texas game. What are you doing? Like they're out of the country or something. It's like, you're going to miss a Texas game. I want, I want BYU to win every game. Clearly. We're BYU Sports Nation. That's what we root for. It's the team we cheer for. Where do I, where do I think is the most likely spot for BYU to crack into the top 25? I'm going to go week seven. That's exactly where I think as well. Yeah. I, that is after. That is after. The, so is, that's right after the sixth game. Is that what you're saying? Yes. After Central Florida. I'm actually going a week later. Uh, so that would Nevada is the next game. Okay, for me. so you're going to go seven complete games. I'm going to say going I'm into the BYU Central Florida game. Six BYU, and one after the Nevada. BYU's game. ranked going into the Central Florida game. Yes, and there, like I said, if BYU goes and they beat Texas by double digits or something, they're in. There's, there's ranking value to that. Yeah, they're in. Same with Central Florida. Which Central Florida you could argue is the second best game on BYU's schedule, pretty strongly, despite they, the loss of Blake Bortles and Storm Johnson. What's the best home game? Does BYU have a home game that can create any sort of traction for top 25 notoriety? No. They not, do not. Not even Houston? They do not. Houston won't be ranked. They're okay. in the American. Yeah. Although Houston kind of bumps themselves up to the number two spot in the American. They may win the American. Because remember, Louisville Departure goes Louisville. to the ACC yep. this year. And the American is not considered one of the... It's the big five now. They are out. They're out of that conversation. So when BYU, you talk about teams that BYU plays that are in the big five or the power five, Texas, Virginia, and Cal. Wow. This, okay. is, this is akin to playing almost in the Mountain West where you had three games that were kind of bigger that were out, right? Yeah. I mean, if you, we look at it that but, way, yes. That, because th- Connecticut's not. Connecticut's uh, the American. Houston. Uh, you have Virginia, Utah State. I mean, there's some good games. Boise State. This is this is a solid schedule. I wouldn't say it's a great schedule. I thought last year's was too hard. It for is BYU. the perfect schedule for BYU. Yes, it, for a junior Taysom Hill. This is oh. this is an eleven 
maybe 12 win opportunity. Yes, yes. Go and win in Texas, and now we're talking about something that could be special. But guess what? Five days after Texas, Houston in Provo, home opener. That was a that was the best over like as a game, just the whole game. That was the best game of the year last year. That's in week three. Can you imagine on on Espen? Yes, the people see oh, you if you crush up them. People will be yes. Oof. Like if BYU comes back and they're two and zero, taking on Houston on Thursday night on September eleventh, no less on national college TV. football national stage. Everybody's watching that game. Probably a flag the size of the field that game. You know what I mean? That's gonna be that's gonna be a really really uh, cool environment. Okay, so we've gone down to kickoff live that night. The first six games include Connecticut, Texas, Houston, Virginia, Utah State, and Central Florida. You are top heavy. Yes. Then you have Nevada, who played with BYU last year, first half. That's in Provo, but then the Boise, Boise State, State game on is, the road. Is, is the intriguing game, the back and half of the season. And that's game eight. And I think BYU is ranked going into that game because I think I think they'll beat Nevada in week and maybe seven. Maybe they at home. are. And maybe Boise State, if they can roll out six or seven wins in a row, maybe the Broncos are ranked. And then the Cougars have another opportunity to get a notable win over a ranked team. Yeah, there are not. It's not power heavy like last year. I mean, at Notre Dame, at Wisconsin, Texas. You know, you have you have some good games. You don't have yeah. You have one great game, which is at Texas. You have one great game, but you don't have Utah, unfortunately. That would have been nice to have on the schedule. By the way, where are we at with the spring game with Utah that we're trying to line up? BYU versus Utah spring oh, game. Oh, yeah, we called that before <laughs> you left. Can we just make that happen? Even play like one quarter. Just one quarter of meaningful football against the team up north. They would sell out. Oh, play, I know they would. Play it at, I don't know where you play it. Play it in Logan. There's got to be play some it sort at of Rio N- Tinto and Sandy. NCAA regulation involved in that. I don't know. Yeah. You talk about spring game. Oh, put that on, <laughs> put that one on TV. That'd be awesome. Where does BYU fit in to the rankings? At what point next season will BYU crack the top twenty-five? Let's get to the Twitter machines for more of your thoughts. You got tweets at Skirts ninety-one. I think after a win at Texas. Okay, that is the overwhelming favorite. And that's understandable. If you beat Texas, yep, you got a great shot at getting in. There's an assumption there that you beat Connecticut. That didn't happen with Virginia last year. I think... Connecticut is Virginia part two. Listen, if I've learned anything in my life, it's to assume nothing. <laughs> yeah, just get <laughs> Like, BYU's going to Virginia. Okay, that's a win. That's... <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's different between... So assuming the BYU beat Savannah State is different than BYU. Assuming yes. that BYU. How many beat people had BYU at one and one last season with a loss against Virginia yes. and a win over Texas? Ugh. Huh? Well, one and two. I mean, you thought two and one at the worst, right? Okay, beat Utah, beat Virginia. Texas will be tough. Like ah, yeah, they're too. Come awesome. on, I know. I know. Uh, at McMinn five, by the way, says Mel Kiper impression. It's all about the hair. And he includes a picture of uh, Mel Kiper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great point. You should retweet that. At Big D Dan 11. If BYU isn't in the preseason top 25, it's a crime. Mm, mm-hmm. Don't agree. Mm-hmm. But they should be in no later than week three after beating Texas in Austin. Does, does Taysom Hill and the recruiting pool and all the stuff coming off an 8-5 and five record merit BYU a preseason top 25 ranking? No. We see, no. In, in the way too early preseason top 25, I think so, according to the Sporting U- News. USA Today. USA Today. Yeah, yeah, USA Today. That's right. BYU was number 25. I thought that was crazy. But that was a stretch. That was a major stretch. A nine-win BYU team with a returning quarterback, running back, bunch of starters the on offense. The win over Washington and the fight Hunger Bowl. Yes. That, that would have vaulted BYU into maybe... 
the 20s, I think. At Tasha Lynn 19, I think we can win the first four to five games, UConn, Texas, Houston, Virginia, and Utah State, we could lock down a spot. So she's kind of on board with me. I, I think that if the Cougars are 5-1 and one, going into that game against Central Florida, they're ranked. They're in the top 25 somewhere. Because they will have style. After the Central Florida game. Yes, they will yeah. have style points. Sorry, gotcha. after the Central Florida yeah. game. Yes. At Holiday BYU. BYU football will break the top 25 after the Central Florida game. Yeah, that's it's either after Texas or after Central Florida. Because those are your two best games. And you you can't... Uh, you can lose... So you think BYU can lose one of those first six and still be ranked? Yes. Like, the te- lose if, the Texas if, game? If it's a good game, they lose the Texas by like a that's field goal the most or likely a touchdown or something. On the schedule. Is at Texas that BYU loses? The thing is, that I game. really believe BYU can compete. win that game. Yes. They can win that yes. game. They've You're got saying enough. win. I'm thinking. I, I think they can compete. But really, it all boils down to Connecticut. Let's be honest. Countdown to Connecticut. One forty-one. I can smell the grass at the rent. Like it is close. We've almost been doing this one hundred days. Started at two thirty-eight. We're to one forty-one. I love it. <laughs> Uh, back to your tweets at Crazy Cook Fanatic says, after the game with Houston, mm. watching from my couch in Las Vegas. So we've got tweets from Dallas yeah. and Las Vegas, and we've got one coming in. We met Crazy Cook Fanatic. Yes. In Vegas. At the West Coast Conference Tournament. Awesome. What is up? At Cougar Fan, my prediction BYU entered the top 25 after the Central Florida game with a 5 and 1 record. You're with me at Cougar Fan. Loss at Texas, watching from Meridian, Idaho. What is up, Meridian, Idaho? Represent. I believe that's not too far away. Is that from Taysom the... Hill's call? The Omaha call? Meridian! <laughs> yeah. Meridian! <laughs> I don't know what he brings back. <laughs> Nephi! <laughs> yeah. Layman! At Lafe Peevler. Or Leif. Leif. <clears throat> at, at Leif Peevler. I'm thinking about uh, after the UCF game. Not sure if BYU can beat revenge minded Texas on the road. Would be awesome, though. That's going to be, I mean, if you win that game, you, you make noise. I cannot wait for that game. All-American, legendary status. Jen Hampson joins us next. Will it be volleyball? The WNBA are both next. This is BYU Sports Nation. This is Bronco Mendenhall, and you are in BYU Sports Nation. And this is the Green Room Snack Guy, Spencer Linton. Alongside Jerem Jordan, we're live from Studio B. Follow our show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us at Spencer underscore Linton. And at Jerem Jordan. I'm laughing uh, at a tweet. You, we heard Bronco. When Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan retweet me, I'll f- I feel pretty legit. Till I remember they are Bronco snack slaves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the laugh track. The laugh track. Not a fan of the laugh track, man. <laughs> this is not how I met your mother. Friday, April 18th. Listen to this. <laughs> We're live. Yeah, Special two-hour edition of BYU Sports yeah. Nation. From the BYU Bookstore on campus. If you're anywhere near Provo, make it over. Come, Come hang stop out. Come by. Come hang out. Say hi. Come hang out. From 11 to 1 Eastern Time, 9 to 11 Mountain Time local. Tune in an hour earlier next Friday for a two-hour special on April 18th. BYU TV, BYU Radio. Get it done. You have no excuses. I've given you ample time. Take the day off if you have to. Take the, or just watch it online at work. Yeah, whatever. Well, whatever. You do. On demand after the fact. I'd prefer that you take the day off so that you can focus solely on us. But Well, you probably took a day off like three weeks ago for the NCAA tournament, so I'm not sure that you, can, you have another day <laughs> that's off. That's true. If you this probably soon did. After. If you're that big of a sports fan, that, that's right. Our, fr- our, our first interview today is Jennifer Hampson, and she's back in studio, multi-sports star, coming off 
Two big wins at the Y Awards, Female Athlete of the Year, Team of the Year. And then you just find out yesterday, Jen, that you're invited again to play with uh, USA Volleyball. Do you have Congrats. any do you have any free time in your schedule <laughs> at all to do anything besides sports? I don't know. This is how I like to do it, you know, always going. So Thanks for making time for us. We know it's busy. <laughs> Not to mention school. So what what's going on with school right now as as we approach finals? Just trying to catch up. Yep. Stay ahead. Work on finals. How is when that? our finals? Yeah, next, how, next, how, start next week, right? Yeah, they start at the end of next week. Okay. How is that managing classes when you're making a deep run in the NCAA tournament? Like I'm imagining the last thing on your mind is, uh, I wonder what I need to do for my sociology paper. Like, how, how is that as an athlete? It could be hard to, like, balance everything, but, you know, we have great support systems, and, you know, teachers are always great to help us, so it's good. So you picked up one of these Y Awards, and we have one on the desk here. They're pretty. Oh, this, I, I'd like to say that we won one, too. We but. got one for best simulcast. <laughs> yes, best simulcast. of BYU Sports. On BYU Radio and BYU TV. Yes. There was only one nominee. Or nationally, nominee. maybe university. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to, to have your team validated that way, uh, to, yeah. win, to win team of the year, how was that for, for the girls? Like, what was the banter between you and your teammates? Um, I don't know. It was just such an honor to be, you know, recognized that way. There were so many great teams this year, I thought. And so, I don't know, it was just a great honor to be. Do you have nice. a favorite sport to watch other than the ones that you play? Like, are you, are you geeked out on BYU football or anything like that? <laughs> Um, no, not so much. I'll be honest. I'm not a big, like, watcher of sports. I like to play them more than that. Well, naturally. I mean, (laughs) that's okay. So besides basketball and volleyball, what are the other sports you like to play? Like to play? Yeah. Ooh. I know you did gymnastics growing up, which seems like the craziest thing <laughs> that's, ever. That's intriguing to me, Jen. Please explain how, the, the gymnastics. Uh, were, was, you, were you always tall? Yeah, but when I was younger, I didn't like basketball, and I didn't know anything about volleyball, and my best friend was really short, and so she did gymnastics, so that's what I did too, and it was so fun. It was not any good, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> you do ultimate frisbee or anything like that? I like doing Post most things like that, yeah. but... I don't do them very often. Yeah. I want to go I want to go back to class by the way. Oh. Okay, no, you go to class and then I'll go to USA volleyball. You let's, go to class. Let's first. go to class. Class is in session. What's your toughest class right now? Ooh, probably my the, chemistry class. Ooh, chemistry? Yeah. In season? Yeah. Well, you're always in season sort of. But <laughs> yeah, when chemistry, are you not in season. Who, who's your who's your professor and go ahead and just give him a plea uh, on air right now to uh, help you out. <laughs> well, it's Jeff Macedoni and I don't know, we've been talking and so I think we're in good terms. You're okay? You're good. Jeff, cut her some slack. They just went to the Sweet 16, dude. Not any more than you would anyone else, because that would be a violation. But, you know, just figure it out. Let's go back to USA Volleyball now. Uh, how familiar are you with the, the girls that you're going to be playing with and the scenario that's happening? And, and just kind of walk us through the schedule, the agenda, what, what's ahead for you. Um, I've done it once before, so I'm semi-familiar with it, but it's been a couple of years, so, you know, you never know, like, who you're going to play with and stuff like that, but there's always amazing girls there, and so it's a high-level competition, and what you do is you work out for a couple of days, and then they'll split you into teams, and then you just play each other, and it's really fun. Is it in Colorado Springs? It's in uh, Minneapolis. Minneapolis, that's Oh, Minneapolis. Why Minneapolis? That's where the Junior Nationals is being held or something, so, yeah. Awesome. A lot of people are grateful to be good at one sport, but you're really good at two sports. I'll give you three. I'll say gymnastics, too. You're, you're being humble. But the two that you're playing in college right now, basketball and volleyball, have created this interesting dynamic. It was huge news when you decided to redshirt volleyball and focus on basketball, and clearly that paid dividends. Um, and now you have an opportunity to go back and play USA Volleyball, BYU Volleyball, 
People are throwing out WNBA. I mean, the ESPN people were all over you. How has it been handling this increased amount of notoriety with uh, all of your options out there now? Um, it's been slightly overwhelming at times. You know, I've I honestly never thought I would get this good, and so I don't know. It's just been fun to see all the options that I'm gonna have when I'm done. What advice you, you never to thought yeah. you would get this good? I'll be honest. I was gonna try and walk on to one of the teams. And what? <laughs> like in high school, you were thinking yeah, that? I was honestly not good in high school until my senior year. So. No wow. way. I didn't so, get recruited until my junior year. So, so at what point did you feel like, hey, I've overachieved here? Uh, I don't know. At BYU? <laughs> like when you got a scholarship? Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was great when I got a scholarship, and I've just always worked hard and done what I loved. And so it just kind of happened that way for me. What wow. kind of advice are you getting from your parents as you approach decision time and all of this stuff? Um, they're super supportive, but in the end, they're like, it's your decision, so like, we can't like, make it for you, but they're super supportive. So Okay, and by the way, they're social media superstars. I love it. I love it when they, when they tweet yeah. at us. And your retweet. dad, David. And your my mom. dad yes. is getting yeah. so into it. Yeah. He loves Twitter. He loves Twitter. <laughs> he does. Hello, David. What is up? <laughs> yes, what is going on? So you're going to play uh, this summer. Uh, when are you playing with USA Volleyball again? When is uh, that? It's like end of June. End of June. Okay. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, that is... The timing is, that's the WNBA season, right? Yeah, it is. So we're told by BYU Compliance that you could play in the WNBA and still come back and play volleyball for BYU. What do you want to do? Um, I'm just going to focus on volleyball this summer and then do WNBA possibly when I'm done with volleyball. Okay, so, so no, no WNBA this summer. Volleyball, yes. try and... Get to the Final Four or whatever you guys could do. Yeah. Sweet 16, which we'll talk about that in a moment. How tough was that decision to make? Um, It was pretty tough, you know. It was tough just because, like, I didn't have a lot of time to make it. We just figured out that I was going to be eligible if I did it. And, you know, there's just all these things, you know, great things that could happen. But I feel like I got better at basketball this year because I focused on it, just on that. And so that's kind of what I want to do with volleyball is just focus on it for a season and then see what happens after that. Okay, so WNBA next year. Do you think that affects your draft status in any way, kind of waiting a year? Um, it probably will, but I don't know. You know, it's not really what I care about most right yeah, now. Yeah, the so. opportunity will be, be six, seven next The summer. opportunity <laughs> will be there to play. Like that, that's going to happen. A WNBA team is still going to take you after a year. So, so you thought I'll try and walk on at BYU, and here you are. <laughs> you will get drafted next year in the WNBA. Like, has that set in for you? Like, hey, I can actually make money doing basketball and probably volleyball too right yeah um it hasn't quite set in but i don't know just kind of take it as it comes i guess can you play volleyball professionally like in europe or something yeah there's a professional league yep. is that something you'd like to dally with because wnba is kind of a seasonal thing <laughs> right it's dally yeah. summer. you want to dally usually. with volleyball <laughs> <laughs> yeah usually if you play the wnba you play overseas too in those leagues and so yeah, I'm just going to decide. I definitely want to play professionally. It's just which sport. Talking with Jennifer Hampson, <laughs> who, multi-sport star. Who has that star. opportunity? That's I know, tremendous. right? <laughs> what a Multi-sport what a star. Uh, easily one of the, the uh, legendary status members of the BYU Women's Sports Hall of Fame. I mean, I know it's probably crazy for you to hear that, but like that, that's what it's become. You, you are one of the elite athletes that has ever attended Brigham Young University. Glad to have you with us on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, as, as we move forward and... And you look back at what your your mom did and, and your dad. How much of how much of the shadow did you feel uh, playing underneath uh, that from from what your mom did here at BYU? 
Um, I think I felt it more when I was younger, but, you know, I came to BYU as a different athlete. You know, I did two sports, and so I never really felt her shadow that way, you know. And she's always just been so supportive with my basketball game and helped me get better that, I don't know, I just never quite felt as much as probably could have. So. And her maiden name is Spalding. Was she born to play basketball? <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah, and she's one of the greats of BYU. And they've been fantastic and followed your career. Mm-hmm. So this season with uh, women's volleyball, which you already jumped in and participated and played in the exhibition against Utah, which you guys won in four sets uh, a week or two ago, you have a special team set up. Like, do you, do you get the sense that you could do something special? They went to the Sweet 16 without you, and now they add you? Yeah, I think we definitely have a great program, you know, but... You know, we have to work hard to get good, and so we're excited to be able to do that. Do you have to overcome the coaching staff to be able to be good? I mean, Sean, I, you look at me like, are you crazy? We love Sean. I'm just kidding. No, I love, Sean's no, the Sean best. Olmstead's He's the been, best. He's been awesome. But you, they go to the Sweet 16 while you redshirt. I mean, do, do you expect to at least get to the Sweet 16 next year already, given the group that you have? Yeah, we're, we expect to do good things for sure, and so that's definitely an expectation, hopefully a little higher than that, but... Yeah, that's what our goals are. Or a lot higher. Or <laughs> yeah. a national championship. Hey, why not? It's hard It's hard to discuss that in the preseason, right? Because you don't want to set the bar too high. Yeah. But but the bar, realistically, is at least the Sweet 16 because they did it without you. I think that's fair. They were a good team without you, and now they're a great team. <laughs> like, they were a great team without you. Like, now they're yeah. a really great team. So who who haven't you played with that play? I guess Tambor Haddock? Kind of came onto the scene and transferred and yeah, was big. Yeah, Tamara so, and Camry, I haven't competed so the, with them. So the but, setter and another outside. Yes. But but a lot of the other pieces are there. Yeah, yeah. I played with Alexa and TNC, so a bunch of girls on that team. I know that you're big on loyalty. Your coaches, whenever we talk to Jetty or Deshaun, like they, they talk about how loyal you are to your teammates and that you honor your word. What kind of conversations did you have with your volleyball teammates when all of this WNBA conversation started to happen? Um, you know, I told him early on, you know, that I was going to play in the fall. And so I didn't think mm. there were need to be more conversations than that, you know, so I was going to come back and play with them. And so, yeah. Where are you in school? Because this will be your fifth year, right? Yeah. So I graduate this April and then I'll... you're not transferring from BYU to anywhere else. <laughs> no. Okay. Just got to get that out there. What do you there. do for fun? I just want to know, what do you do for fun outside of sports? What do you do for fun? <laughs> like do you have a favorite TV show or um, do you go to movies? I try to mix it up, you know, TV, movies. I honestly just hang out with family and friends as much as I can. So, Okay. Just the down-home girl that's... Beach volleyball at all? Really good at two sports. <laughs> when it's summer, yes. Cool. BYU hasn't uh, <laughs> added beach volleyball, which is an NCAA sport, but that would be awesome, wouldn't it? That would be cool. I don't know where you play on the beach in Provo. <laughs> yeah, me either. There's like an apartment complex <laughs> that you can go play at, right? Probably somewhere. Yeah, we don't... If Jen doesn't even know, that's, we don't, yeah, we're not ready to add beach volleyball. Thanks for joining us. Uh, have you signed the flag? Have you signed have you the flag? Here? I have signed he the flag. He has signed the flag. You, That's you right. Are a repeat guest. Repeat guest. Sports Nation. Yeah, we, we won't ask for another because we already have it, right? <laughs> hey, take it easy. You've worked hard. You deserve a break. You need to relax. Congratulations on all that you've accomplished. Look forward to uh, seeing you down the road. Oh, thank you. Jennifer Hampson, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sign to pull out the hashtags next. This is BYU Sports Nation. And now. Back to more BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. Hello. Just talked to Jen Hampson, multi-sports star at BYU, All-American in two sports, basketball and volleyball. And just told us that she will not enter the WNBA draft this season. 
She will play volleyball. She will focus solely on volleyball. And then next year, we'll look into the WNBA. And possibly pro volleyball. She can do whatever she wants. She's that good. You Here. heard it from Jen's mouth. On BYU Sports Nation, and it's super nice to have options yeah, if you're her. absolutely. And I wonder if there's a WNBA team who would dare draft her, a la Larry Bird, out of college. Who yeah, got, what? Who got drafted, but he, wasn't, he didn't come out and play yet. So I wonder if someone drafts her this year, Just has the see. rights to her, because maybe she would go train after the fall semester's hmm. over or something. I don't know. There's that again. It's Jen, good. come back. I have a question. It's, it's, it's Where'd you go? To, it's good to have options. BYU Sports Nation is on demand. Listen to the show each afternoon on BYUSportsNation.com. You can watch the rebroadcast anytime. BYUTV.org slash DVR. You know what I want to do, man? High five. BYU Sports Nation says hashtag this. If you're new to the program, this is how it works. Welcome. Jeremy and I love Twitter. We love hashtags. Our producer, Ben Batley, will throw out a juicy one-liner, and then we will offer up the first hashtag that comes into our mind. Let's go number one. Hashtag this. Dave Rose's personal message to Matt Carlino. Hashtag touching moment. I really enjoyed that last night at the BYU basketball banquet when he made an effort to point out Matt and say, Thank you for two and a half years, and we will be rooting for you wherever you go. I thought that was great. Hashtag genuine. I think that that could have been an awkward moment. I think that BYU could have maybe passed over that and not mentioned it because they're upset. But, but it was genuine because BYU really cares about Matt Carlin and where he goes. And I think Cougar fans are going to root for him where he goes. Number two. Hashtag this. Taysom Hill as an instructor at the Manning Passing Academy. Hashtag blue 42. Blue 42. Pocatello! Pocatello! <laughs> What's he going to come back from the Man Academy saying? And I love the fact... Academy. The Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I the love the anatomy. fact no. that he's going to have an opportunity to be around the guy that goes through progression better than any quarterback has ever Eli done. Eli Manning. League. Oh, Peyton yes. Manning. Peyton Manning. Cooper Manning. <laughs> Wait. Koopa. Uh, hashtag passing, not running. It's not the running academy. It's the passing academy. I, I want to point that out in all of this, that he, for all the flack that he's been given as a passer, there's potential from the NFL MVP inviting him to his camp. It's a great point. Great point. That it's passing, not running. So I, hashtag passing, not running. I think this, this can only help. Number three. Hashtag this. Jen Hampson picks volleyball over the WNBA. Hashtag loyalty. I love it. She's good for her word. She told her teammates, no matter what happens, I'm coming back to play volleyball. I respect that. She's going to have an opportunity in the future to play in the WNBA anyway. Why not see where the volleyball road takes you? Loyalty. I love it. Hashtag rise and shout. That means that this year's volleyball team on the women's side is going to be super legit. They have a third-team All-American back in Alexa Gray, a first-team All-American back in Jen Hampson. You return the setter. You return the libero. You return both outsides. I mean, they are going to be really, really good. Yeah, I have nothing else to add to that except I can't wait for the first volleyball game. It's going to be awesome. Number four. Hashtag this. Bronco Mendenhall as a de facto offensive coordinator. Hashtag why not? Why not? Just the letter Y? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, We we can do that. Just the letter Y? Yeah, we can do that. Bronco Mendenhall has dominated the defensive side of the ball. We talked yesterday when Brian Logan was filling in for you, hashtag Logan takeover, uh, that Bronco has had a top 20 pass 
defense efficiency rating over the last three seasons. He's he's re-revolutionized the defense side of the ball. He told us during the spring football special, look, I, I want to have a better grasp of what's happening with our offense. And so why not? Why not have the head coach know what's happening at all times, everywhere on the field? I love it. Hashtag next step. BYU through nine seasons had Bronco as the head coach, most of the time as the actual defensive coordinator, all the time calling the plays. But this is the next step, that as the head coach, you know, like you said, all facets of your team and offense. And here's what I think Bronco has realized. Hey, if our offense had been a little bit better a couple years ago, we could have had a special season. If our offense was on the same page as the defense at all times, that BYU could maintain a ranking. They've got so much talent coming in. (laughs) (laughs) Period. The end. Number five. Hashtag this. This year's DBs being the best BYU secondary ever. Hashtag. (laughs) Ever. Thanks, Sandlot. Hashtag. (laughs) Forever. Hang on a second. Wendy Peppercorn. On paper, it looks amazing. We talked to Tim McTire yesterday. Yeah. Great interview. 96. Love Tim McTire. Was on the Cotton Bowl championship team that went 14 and one. He was a really physical, athletic defensive back. I feel like that was the last time BYU had an amazing secondary with Omar Morgan and Tim McTire at the corners. Eddie Sampson yes, back there. Those guys they were awesome. so good. I feel like BYU has the potential to do that this year on paper. We'll see. But I think. That this team, if it develops the way Bronco wants it to, with his coaching and his defensive prowess, this could be the best secondary ever. Hashtag slow the beep down. <laughs> We've got a lot of time before the season. They don't need to be the best ever. The best ever? Let's wait until the season to discuss that. How about they just be really good? If they can be as good as 2012, I think BYU is in business. Which is one of the best ever. Yes. Number but it's not the best ever. <laughs> Number six. Hashtag this. The Masters. Hashtag one of the greatest (laughs) sporting events of all time. Hashtag I wear a 39 long uh, and I I would love to own a green jacket. (laughs) That's not going to happen, dude. (laughs) I'll make my own. <laughs> Hashtag Shooter McGavin. Hey, I think in the U.S. that's like making your own dollar bills. I think you can't that's do it. That's true. That's kind of yeah. Hashtag that's blooming azaleas, dogwoods, and dog legs, and so Hashtag nice. a tradition unlike any other. The Masters on ESPN and CBS. Love the Masters. It's such a great event. Mike Weir. Amen Corner. We'll, gi- we'll give you an update on what BYU's guy is doing after the break in the Cougar Whip Around. Plus, we give out another rise and shout. I already gave one to Jen Hampson. This is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio. This is BYU Rugby Head Coach David Smith, and you are in BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back. BYU Sports Nation rolls on. We're in the E Block. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. You know what time it is, brother? This is it's how time we for the Cougar Whip Around. <laughs> Fail. Women's basketball. <laughs> the final USA Today coaches poll of the season was released yesterday. BYU finished ranked 18th. The, fi- the, the best finish ever for BYU women's hoops. The highest they ever got uh, in, in a season was 16th, by the way. They finished 18th. Okay. So nicely done. Gonzaga finished 22. Ha <laughs> ha! Baseball. The Thanks, Cougars Wiggum. on the road again today <laughs> against the top 25 team. They open a three-game weekend series against number 24, Pepperdine. First pitch, 5 Eastern. Listen to it on BYU Radio with Brent Norton on the call. 
Lacrosse. Men's lacrosse team plays Utah Valley tomorrow at Southfield. So it's the only game of the season on Southfield, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain. Anyone who shows up wearing Royal Blue gets in free. The Cougars have won six in a row and are ranked third in the MCLA tomorrow. We'll talk with head coach Matt Schneck on the show. We've Cougars got a lacrosse helmet on the, on the set, by the way. Now, Cougars on the PGA, the first major of the year underway in Augusta. It's the Masters, a tradition like three others. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. And Mike Weir. I've got it. Is Ty- currently. Uh, Mike Weir is at one over through 12, tied for 33rd. He's in position. Who's leading? Uh... Miguel Jimenez. He's at uh, four under through nine. What is that guy not leading after the first round at a major tournament? España. Miguel Angel Jimenez. Yeah, he's good. Tomorrow, you mentioned the lacrosse team. Ashley Robinson from the BYU softball team will join us as well. Her husband, Dylan Robinson, plays third base for baseball. She plays third base for softball. We're going to find out who's better third baseman. (laughs) That's right. Hey, today's Rise and Shout goes to Jennifer Hampson. For coming back, she declared... On BYU Sports Nation earlier on the show that she is not going to the WNBA, WNBA, but she's coming back to play her senior year of volleyball officially at Brigham. She could do both. We found out that she could do both, but she's choosing she not to, to go to the WNBA NBA this summer. Hashtag Final Four or bust. Hashtag We Got Next. What? BYU Women's Volleyball. Yeah. Final- <laughs> Our Twitter question is, at what point next season will BYU football crack the top 25? At Elko Cougar, a win over Texas would get us there. I think with returning crew, we'll be in between 25 and 32 in the preseason poll. They'll they'll be mm. they'll get votes. Yeah, they will get preseason votes. Yeah, they'll be outside. At S C H M zero four I D T Y Schmo four it a T. You know, he gets into the top 25 after a beatdown of. At USU football, uh, Utah Ben State. Bagley's Utah State Aggies. <laughs> at World Trade Man, we have to be six and zero to get in the top twenty-five. Probably win all, and we'll be in the top eight. Hey, thanks to our guest Jen Hampson and everyone on our crew. Follow at BYU Sports Nation for show links and much more. I need someone to catch the ball, David. Episodes of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com every afternoon. BYUTV.org/slash/DVR for Jerem. I am Spencer. Shout out to Noah Hartsock. BYU Sports Nation back to work tomorrow.